Welcome to the Unshrew Show, where I talk about the reality of being a millennial without the rants. I have to keep it real with you guys today. I am actually filming at a new location. So I'm looking out this big window overlooking, uh, what is this, Lenox Road, right in Atlanta. And I'm excited because it's a different vibe, different energy, and it's very nice outside today. I think we had a little bit of a cold front, but today it's about 60 something degrees. So I'm down with that. I'm down with an Atlanta warm day. I took a nice walk for a workout and I am here ready to talk with you guys. I have actually been in some kind of mood as we approach the Thanksgiving holiday. And I don't know if everyone else is feeling this vibe too, but I've been feeling a lot like the Grinch of Thanksgiving. And as I thought about being the Grinch of Thanksgiving, I thought about, does the Grinch even dislike Thanksgiving? I mean, I know he dislikes Christmas, but I think, you know, Thanksgiving, a lot of Thanksgiving or some parts of Thanksgiving are about eating and being gluttonous and having a lot of carbs. And I can't imagine anyone disliking eating lots of carbs. I mean, we've seen the Grinch's stomach. I think he likes to eat a little bit, you know. You know, no shade, but <laughs> uh, I definitely don't think Thanksgiving is on his holiday dislike list. Hmm, maybe I maybe I missed that part in the movies, but uh, I would say I have just been kind of feeling some kind of way as holidays approach, as it's getting colder outside, and trying to manage those feelings has been a top priority for me. I think because the weather here uh, where I am is so up and down, like one day it's winter, one day it's fall, one day it's spring, and I haven't been able to stay well. <laughs> and even just talking on the podcast, I'm like, gosh, what's happening to my voice? <laughs> but again, I'm really thankful for um, the ability to be here and for the fact that we do have Thanksgiving and I will get to see my family soon. And so that really made me get into the topic that I want to talk about with you guys today. And that's Thanksgiving soul food. So not necessarily the type of soul food that you eat, but more or less the soul food that nourishes you and makes you feel good. And all of the trends around the Thanksgiving holiday that I like to indulge in. I definitely think since social media has been around, it's been a really great way for us to connect and commiserate or um, collaborate and celebrate some of the experiences or shared experiences that we all have during holiday season. And so a lot of my feel good soul food things are social media related, uh, especially around memes that come from the holidays. Uh, I definitely get really nostalgic on the Thanksgiving memes of the past. I haven't seen one pop up this year, but I'd say um, I definitely have a couple of favorites from years past. One that I'd love to talk about is the Thanksgiving clapback. If you guys don't know what that is, definitely, you know, look up the hashtag on Twitter uh, and see what I'm talking about. But it's a meme where you kind of clap back at the family members who ask, you know, inappropriate or intrusive questions. And I'll preface this by saying, so, you know, you, you don't want to be mean or ugly, but I think sometimes that's the only way is, you know, having a reaction or responding is the only way to get people to understand, like, don't ask me that. Like, my favorite thing is uh, one I'm reading now that someone tweeted a couple of days ago. It says the aunt says, get off your phone and tell the family what you're thankful for. And the person responds, I'm thankful I only had to see you once a year. Now, I would never say anything like that, but I get how 
Thanksgiving is really a sensitive time. Like some people I think are excited about it every year, but then for other people, it brings up a lot of memories or uh, feelings that are not happy ones. For instance, for me, I think some of the reason why I've been feeling like the Grinch this holiday season is because it's my first one without my grandmother. We lost her in February of this year. So I'm just so used to seeing her there every year. And the fact that she's not going to be there makes me feel really sad. So it, it's going to take everything just to be transparent and honest. Like it's going to take everything in me to get up and make it to the meal this year where in previous years, I'm like wanted to be there early, you know, really excited, wanted to get dressed up, want to take a lot of pictures. I just don't feel that same energy. So I think that that's one thing about the Thanksgiving clap back that I appreciate is, you know, it acknowledges like, okay, we don't have to put up with people talking to us in a toxic way. Um, I think sometimes if you don't respond in a way where people get the hint, like, Hey, don't talk to me about this anymore. They don't get it. So, you know, one or two clapbacks and then they're put in their place. So if you haven't seen that, um, hashtag, I say definitely check it out just because I don't want to be that person asking someone a question that's going to make them feel uncomfortable. I want to be around my family, especially the family I haven't seen in months and just be, loving and caring and not asking them questions that make them uncomfortable like I think a question that would be appropriate for a clapback is if you ask someone where their significant other is from previous Thanksgivings and they're not with them now maybe that person is broken up with the person that they didn't bring like maybe it's an awkward situation so um if you ask someone that and they don't answer you and you ask them again you're definitely going to get a clap back I'm totally down for a clapback like that. If you keep asking me questions, you see, I don't want to talk about the answer or give you a response. You're getting a clapback. <laughs> so that's how to navigate the Thanksgiving clapback. <laughs> the other meme that I really love every Thanksgiving is the you name it challenge. I don't know if you guys remember this, but in 2016, Shirley Caesar's song, Hold My Mule, uh, they, they clipped a part of it out where she talks about different foods. And she talks about greens, beans, potatoes, um, tomatoes, lambs, rams, hogs. I think she says dogs. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I don't think she says dogs, but maybe she says dogs. But I know she says greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes. Yeah. All those are in there. And that song kind of went or that clip went viral in 2016. I was just looking up a couple things about it and reminiscing. But she was even on the Wendy Williams show talking about how she was excited that it had gone viral. And the reason why is because as the song grew in popularity, she was able to give back to a charity all the things that it earned. So I really like that challenge. And I definitely remember us in Thanksgiving 2016 like quoting that me and my cousins as we got excited about the holiday we're on a couple group texts so that was one thing that we all you know shared and laughed about uh, different memes around that specific challenge and just watching different dances I know Shirley Caesar actually sued a DJ for his remix of it and she had an issue with people taking the song and using alcohol references which I think that's natural you're a gospel artist a gospel legend I wouldn't want people taking my message and remixing it and booty shaking to it so I see where she was coming from on that one and I totally would have done it too 
another feel good thing from Thanksgiving holidays, I would say is the patty pie guy. I don't know if you guys remember James Wright. He's the guy that tasted Patty LaBelle's sweet potato pie. Uh, I think they sell them at Walmart and he made a whole song about it and he incorporated Patty's hits and he has this big personality and it went viral and the pies all sold out and it was this big pandemonium uh, and it was a whole thing. And I remember, I think he ended up going to dinner at Patti LaBelle's house, which I thought was really cool. And yeah, it just went went viral. And he called them patty pies. They're definitely not sold as patty pies. I think it's just called, uh, it's actually called Patty's Good Life by Patti LaBelle. Yeah, Patty's Good Life by Patti LaBelle. So <laughs> definitely aren't called patty pies, but they were definitely labeled that and earned post like she didn't give him any endorsement money he just was an enthusiast of the pie and I he basically posted a video on his YouTube channel of his review of the patty pie and it just literally exploded it was a whole thing and I'm a big fan of Patty LaBelle's music so he was singing um if only you knew and that's one of my favorite Patty songs and I think he sang love and need and want you in the video too but he hit a couple riffs from the song. I was like, wow, this guy is a Patty fan. So the whole thing just kind of makes me smile. Like I'm smiling now as I'm talking about it. And it's definitely a Thanksgiving feel good soul food thing that'll fill you up. Another thing that I love about Thanksgiving in terms of marketing are the Publix Thanksgiving commercials. I don't know if you guys have ever seen those, but I always feel like they tug a little bit at your heartstring. I swear I saw one the other day and I shed a tear because <laughs> it was just so sweet and sappy and I just really enjoyed it. I always really like the production of them. The food always looks awesome and it's just a really feel good commercial. I think that in this day and age, we're so caught up in the marketing after Thanksgiving and even the pre-marketing ahead of it. It's really nice to see a brand take the effort to just say happy holidays. I know their logo comes on at the end, so it makes you want to go shop at Publix. That's cool and all, but I feel like working for brands, we've never taken the time to really invest in crafting messaging to them that just says we're thankful for you you can't always be selling to your customers I don't want to always be sold to and I'm always really no, like cognizant of the brands that take the time to say thank you the ones that during my birthday month easily send me a birthday message sometimes they send a discount or a freebie but usually it's just a happy birthday and just acknowledging that I exist and that they know my birthday and I'm just going to call this a marketing secret. It's really not that difficult to set that up for your customers. And I think it's a really awesome personal touch that would make me keep coming back to those brands that do it. So I'm going to be on the lookout for brands that send me those type of messaging for Thanksgiving that just literally say like, happy Thanksgiving. I'm not looking to be pushed Black Friday deals. I'm not looking to be pushed all that extra stuff. I'm sure they'll be sprinkled in there but they're not the main primary call to action it's literally just a brand awareness thing to just say like we're here we appreciate you celebrate this holiday season with your family so I'm gonna look out for those and share where the brands do that and which brands do do that for me so another thing that I really like um, around the holiday season is Trader Joe's. They always have this really cool fall food display. They have their pumpkin bread. They have their actual pumpkins. They have this uh, this bag of pumpkin seeds that I get. And I think you 
always had to read the labels, but I thought it was really healthy when I first started buying it. But it's, of course, pumpkin seeds with like sugar and butter and they taste amazing, but they do have sugar and butter on them. Um, but it's nice for a little seasonal treat or a little seasonal sweet. So I really just love going into Trader Joe's in the fall because they I feel like they kind of go all out. And I my secret trick to shopping at Trader Joe's is I go first thing in the morning. So not a lot of people are there. Most people come in like the evening. And one morning I went and I think I got there like an hour behind the time I normally come and it was already crowded. I'm like, it's 9 a.m. Why are so many people here? It's always busy. <laughs> so to really appreciate and enjoy the displays, I'd say go first thing in the morning. They open at 8 a.m. Try to get there like 8.30. If you're not a morning person, I'm sorry, but just give it a shot. Cause if you go any other time, you might not be able to just take in the ambiance of the store and really enjoy the displays, even pick up an item or two. Um, I haven't picked up my pumpkin stuff yet. I know they have cans of like organic pumpkin. If you do pumpkin pie, I don't really do pumpkin pie. I'm going to do sweet potato instead, but I think I just love the display. It just makes me feel good inside. And I always take a warm drink sometimes as I walk through like I'll make my tea and like walk through the store and just look at it as I'm shopping and I always stop and pause even if I don't pick up a ton of stuff and load down my cart I think it's just a nice seasonal fun layout of all the different foods that are in season that you can try and the hay is out I think they had a scarecrow before and it just makes you feel good so another soul food thing that you can do <laughs> uh, for Thanksgiving uh, in terms of media, I don't know. I do. I have like, I have like a Thanksgiving playlist that I have, but it's not themed to giving thanks or anything. <laughs> uh, maybe that's something I can do. I have, feel like I have themed playlists for everything else in life. So that'll be on my goal. Like songs that talk about showing gratitude. One that comes to mind is what that thank you India song by Alanis Morissette. I guess just cause thank you's in it. Oh, boys to men. Thank you. We danced to that when I was in dance class. So I really like that song. Um, thank you, my boys to men. What else? Um, thanks for the memories by Fallout Boy. Thank you, next. Um, I mean, you can spin that into a positive because you're moving on, you're appreciative of your past relationships. So, a couple thank you thought songs that are very themed to the holiday and gratitude and being grateful. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things you can be grateful for. I think you can be thankful for someone's presence in your life and the fact that they had an impact, even if they're not there anymore. I mean, that's like every breakup, right? <laughs> thankful for the lessons, thankful for the experience and thankful that if you made any mistakes, you don't have to repeat them again. Like we're not our past. So anyway, that was totally off script, but I hope you guys like it. Uh, all the thank you songs that I really enjoy. Those are soul food as well. Uh, another thing that I really enjoy the past couple Thanksgiving. So I don't know if you guys are fans of the show Master of None, but there is an episode that's actually about Thanksgiving. And the last couple of years I've watched it and it's really just the best show and the reason why it's the best show I wouldn't say show it's the best episode is because it's the episode that Lena Waithe won an Emmy for she was the first black woman to win an Emmy for writing uh television writing and she won it with Aziz Ansari so Master of None is Aziz Ansari's comedy drama show that comes on Netflix so this came out in 2017 and the episode is about Denise who's Lena Waithe's character and 
her family's Thanksgiving experience over a couple of years. So essentially it starts in like the early 90s and Deb, who is Aziz Ansari, plays Denise's best friend. His family doesn't really celebrate Thanksgiving, I think. So he comes over to her house for every Thanksgiving. So it starts when they're really young and kind of goes all the way through the age that they're at now where they're young adults and just shows their experience at every Thanksgiving holiday. But it also is a story that kind of goes down showing that over time Denise realizes that she's a lesbian so uh, I know one Thanksgiving she actually tells Dev like hey you know I'm attracted to this girl it's no big deal to him and all this time while she's experiencing these things um I think she there was one Thanksgiving where she had like all these women on her wall and her mom you know was totally oblivious to the fact that she's a lesbian so it shows her mom's reaction to it and it's very interesting. So her mom is, of course, nervous, or it's a very touchy subject because she it's a black family. So it's something that her mom does not handle very well when she tells her. And this is about like the third to last Thanksgiving where she finally tells her mom, like, hey, I'm a lesbian. Her mom's like, well, have you tried sleeping with the guy? And she's like, mom, I just know this is who I am. And very resistant to it very afraid that the grandma is going to have a negative reaction then the next thanksgiving after that she brings her very super no she she finds this really awesome girl and she brings her home but her parent her mom does not like her at all and so then the next thanksgiving she brings home this girl who's very superficial like an instagram model and so there's a whole bit about them like making fun of her instagram name and again like the grandma seems to be oblivious to this but i'm pretty sure the grandma knows so then the next holiday um she brings back the girl that she first liked and her mom is kind of finally accepting of it uh her mom is actually played by angela bassett and her aunt is played by Kim Whitley so all the cast is just phenomenal and I really love going back to revisit this episode because the writing is just awesome you can tell that there was a lot of personal experience put into this and I really appreciate that you know she won an Emmy for it and it was well deserved it was such an awesome episode it's even ranked as one of the 65 best episodes of the 20th 21st century um and I just I don't know like it just makes me feel really good because her mom you know was so resistant against it at first but then just really accepting and loving of her the acting is phenomenal the touches over time like it shows them going through a phase where they're really into watching uh, D'Angelo's video brown sugar and her mom thinks that she's really attracted to D'Angelo but really she's looking at the other women in in the in the music video so I'd say if you have never seen the episode, definitely check it out on Netflix. I I really like going back to it. I went back to it last Thanksgiving. I'll definitely go back to it this Thanksgiving. Another classic Thanksgiving episode of television that I really like is Blair Waldorf Must Pie. So it's Gossip Girl season one, episode nine. And it basically is the episode that kind of shows a little bit of a backstory of Serena and Nate and a little bit of a backstory of Blair and her eating disorder. And it's also, I think it's the episode where, um, Dan and his family end up at Thanksgiving with Serena and her family and they're not aware that their parents used to date so a song comes up that um Rufus who's Dan's dad thinks his wife thinks that he wrote it about her but he actually wrote it about Lily Serena's mom so all that messiness at one Thanksgiving episode was a lot but it's definitely a really good one and probably my favorite one of my favorite classic Gossip Girl episodes ever 
Another thing that I really look forward to at Thanksgiving is Friendsgiving. I feel like they've just labeled that word Friendsgiving over the past few years, but I really enjoy when I get to go to one or two. I think one year I went to like three. They're all really fun. I love making dishes for those. I love a themed one. Uh, This year I'm going to one where we're doing chili instead of the traditional Thanksgiving food, so it's nice to not have to bring, you know, elaborate dishes, but we're going to bring you know, things that go along with chili. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I think that Friendsgiving is a really great way to just get together with your friends and the people that you want in your life uh, one time over a meal and see how they cook. So I've had a couple epic ones and I'm definitely excited to be at one this year. Also, there's this restaurant down the street from me that sells tacos. And last year they had a Thanksgiving taco that had turkey and gravy and stuffing in it and cranberry sauce so I'm kind of looking forward to having that again I hope that they have it next week I might have dinner over there at least one night just to check it out but they always have like a taco special and last year I was like I'm not eating a turkey dressing taco that sounds gross but when I tried it it tasted great so (laughs) I will definitely be back to test that taco out again um and just treat myself one evening (laughs) or maybe one day for lunch. So yeah, maybe that's something I can try to make in the future, but it's, it was definitely a really, really good taco. I think I ended up having two of them. It was so good. Uh, and that's definitely an alternative or a different type of Thanksgiving meal, but it's one that I would definitely have again. I I would give it two thumbs up. (laughs) Uh, Another thing that I look forward to on Thanksgiving Day, the last couple of years, I actually usually do like a long walk. Um, I think I did Orange Theory one Thanksgiving, but I always try to get a little bit of a workout in in the morning, you know, so I'm not feeling miserable and stuffed, you know, after dinner. So looking forward to a little workout. It helps me decompress before the the festivities get started it helps me put my mind at ease I was thinking about this during my workout today is there's some workouts that I just have to do because they're for my mental health like I really wanted to go for a run but I really felt like okay I've been sick the last two weeks I don't want to push myself in the run the weather's really nice today I just want to you know have a nice walk and enjoy that mentally and then after that I went and did a couple circuits of weights on my legs and um you know squats and stuff but I was like you know let me just have this 30 minute walk I think I only did like 20 minutes but let me just have this walk for my peace and not necessarily look at it as something where I'm trying to push myself and walk super fast or where I'm trying to really you know calculate my mileage it's just something for leisure that puts my mind at ease and I think you have to have some workouts that do that for you instead of always trying to be pushing yourself I've noticed that about myself is that sometimes I'm like, oh, I got to run this fast or I got to do this in five minutes or I got to do this. And some days I'm in the mood for that. And other days I just need to have a little bit of clarity and a little bit of peace and not be so competitive about that kind of thing. So sometimes you got to think that through, like, are you exercising for your physical health or your mental health? I know workout benefits both, but there's just sometimes where I don't want to do a really strenuous workout. I might just need to do a couple yoga poses or really stretch and get get the benefits from that. So, you know, trying to decide what works best for you and where you're you're at in the moment and what you need for that day. Because sometimes we need one thing and sometimes we don't need one thing. That's a big lesson I've learned doing yoga is 
some days your body wants to go into the pose and then some days your body's like, heck no, um, like wheel pose, which is essentially if you've ever done gymnastics or anything, it's a back bend. So sometimes my body's like, girl, go. And then sometimes my body's like, no, not today. <laughs> so I kind of feel like I went off, off spectrum, but I definitely say taking a walk or getting in a workout Thanksgiving day is really, really great. Um, the last couple of years I have ne- not taken leftovers. So I wouldn't say leftovers is one of those things I'm looking forward to as a soul nourishing thing. Uh, I think it's best to just eat what I can that day and then, you know, be, be done with it after. <laughs> All right. Another little bit of soul food I'd say is just to show gratitude. So one thing that I'm really, really thankful for is all my listeners. I started my podcast and I stopped podcasting and I came back to it because I really, really missed it. And I have a really great time doing this. So I'm so glad that you guys are sticking it out, that you're listening and checking out my post. And I'm telling you, I've been planning for 2020 and we're going to do big things here. I'm wishing for it, hoping for it. And I hope you're along for the ride. Make sure that you subscribe to my podcast, uh, wherever you're listening, iTunes, my host is Podbean or Google Play and like my Facebook page. I'm the great Nana J and I'm the great Nana J on Twitter and Instagram too. And my blog is back up. It is the great If you want to check that out as well. Like I said, I got big things coming in the next couple of weeks and the next year. Guys, can you believe it? We're moving into a new decade wild right (laughs) but I'm so excited and so thankful for this space and this outlet I'll definitely be sharing more about my experience with this soon but I've just been having a really really good time and I hope you guys feel that and that's why you keep coming back and I'm excited can't wait to to talk a little bit more with you thanks again and I'll talk to you soon bye